Hello. <laughs> Hello, everybody. What did you just do then, Jen? Uh, nothing. What was that, though? Nothing. I'm not actually sure what it was. It was a burp. Was it a burp? <laughs> it didn't sound like a burp. I just started the episode, said hello, and Jen burped, but I didn't know it was a burp. It sounded like... It was an inside one. Well, yeah, we're not outside, are we? Yes. <laughs> no, we're not. We're in the office. Inside burp. Inside burp. That's all it was. Oh, lovely. But I didn't think it was wise to start the podcast with that. No, we'll not let you all listen to that. Don't worry. I'll I'll it. I'll, I'll just delete it. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. You're more than welcome. So, today... No. Hang on. That was quick. Why would why am I jumping straight in? Eager Beaver. Should we talk about the event and tell everyone how good it was? Oh, the biggest event of twenty twenty three so far. What a day. If you didn't see on the socials, um we held our first ever in person event as BBB. We did. And our first ever meet up in real life of twenty twenty three. Uh, sorry, our first meet up of twenty twenty three. Yeah. First ever meet up this year. Yeah. First ever meet up this year. It was, honestly, probably, I mean, we knew it was going to be incredible because when we planned it, we was like, this is going to be really good. Everyone's going to love it. Everyone's going to be, you know, buzzing about it, et cetera, et cetera. So we had a good feeling about it, but you just don't know till the day, do you? It was just so good. And we did. it was phenomenal. Like, so yeah. many positive um, words after it from everybody. It was incredible. Yeah, we did. Uh, we went and did some rock climbing and bouldering. So mm-hmm. we did, if you don't know, bouldering's smaller walls and you're not clipped on. And then rock climbing's higher walls when you're clipped on to like a, um, what they called? Relay. 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 Running around the place. I had a little, and race. Did little batons. I had a little race with you, didn't I? I yeah, really not. I won, didn't I? Mine was harder than yours, though, so. Cool. Do you want to tell everyone why? Because. Yeah, because yeah, it says like VO one, VO two, VO three, difficulty levels, and mine was down. VO two. I used to use the her gel. Did you? VO two max. Yeah. I don't anymore. Yeah. Does anyone know why? Answers on a postcard. I don't get it. Why I don't use the her gel anymore, Jen? You don't get it. Oh, you've not heard. I thought that one was self-explanatory. <gasps> I wasn't thinking properly. Clearly. I was too busy thinking about how you beat me when you're going up the wall and it's really annoying me. Yeah, so it was an incredible day. That's the main reason why. I had a great time. <laughs> um, no, but it was actually, good. We've just organised our next event, haven't we, for a night we have, time. yeah. Because everyone was buzzing about it, so we was like, well, let's organise another one then, because you're all that excited, so Yeah, let's well, do it again. the food was really good as well, wasn't it? Oh, unbelievable. We actually had food twice, didn't we? Yeah, we got an actual bonus, ordered some food that I didn't realise I'd ordered. So we got some bonus pizza and brownies when we were rock climbing afterwards, um, doing our little talk and we had some lovely food. And do you know what? It's probably a good job. We were all absolutely starving, weren't we, afterwards? And then we went to add a little walk over to the other side of Manchester and got some food. It was lovely. We did. It was absolutely really lovely. unbelievable. What a day. But today, Jen... And talking about movement, three simple ways to double your step count, speed up your results immediately. immediately. We, we love movement, don't we? We do. Why do we love movement, Phil? Makes Tell you why. Makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Yeah. It makes you feel nice. <laughs> I was singing that in the car to you yesterday. Uh, I'm nice, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, do you know how I was singing it? I'll tell you a story because I was sad because none of my clothes, none of my jeans fit me right now. Mm. So Phil took me to the Trafford Centre yesterday because he's a good little egg 
And he bought me some new jeans. And you've got them on. And I've got them on and they're dead comfy and lovely and I love them. They feel good. Yeah, they make me feel good. They make me feel nice. <laughs> anyway, movement. I can't, I can't not say it. Movement helps us feel good. <laughs> it does work. It does help us feel good. It does, yeah. It, it is great in so many ways. It reduces brain fog. It gives us energy. Even though when you sat on the couch feeling low on energy, it feels like the last thing you want to do. But it does. It gives us energy. It reduces back aches and pains, which, again, probably isn't one that you would think because if your back's hurting, your natural instinct might be to just lie on the couch. But actually, the power of walking for reducing back pain is ridiculous. Um, it re- releases endorphins. All the dolphins. All the dolphins, as me and Phil call them. <laughs> or, if you're a normal human, uh, endorphins. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps you build confidence, it helps you build self-belief. And the one that we can't avoid is it does play a huge role in weight loss. Like, it, it does. So, realistically, if, if your part of your goal is to lose weight... If you're not moving frequently, losing weight is going to be like try, trying to drive a car with the handbrake on. And I've done that. It doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. Still can't figure out the handbrake on. We've got one of those button ones now. Mm. And I still can't figure out which way around I'm supposed to press it. Found out the other day, I don't even need to press it. Mm. Just have to put my clutch and the accelerator down and it just turns off. Just for everybody listening, we've had the car two years. Yeah. <laughs> it's not new. Jen's just realised this. <laughs> But I think that's the thing, though, isn't it? it? Like, it it will look and sound like a lot of effort's been putting in. Been putting in? Been put in. Mm-hmm. And it is, because you're doing stuff, but you're not going to go anywhere because no, you're not, not doing the important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and that's why movement is so great. I think we talked about this the other week, didn't we, about that idea that, like, um, the client that... I think I've, I feel like I've shared Vicky's story recently about the idea that moving to feel good didn't work for getting her out the door and actually mm. she, part of her weight loss uh, part of her goals were weight loss and that helped get her out the door but once she was going out because she knew that that was really aligned with her goals she then saw all of the mental benefits of it and now she wants to go out more and is enjoying it more and I said you actually pointed out didn't you that actually that's how I started moving so mm. I when I first started um before I fully understood just how great movement was for so many reasons I literally was going out getting my steps in to lose weight and that's what I was doing I was getting my steps in but along the way I realized I actually really like walking (laughs) like I love being outside it makes me feel really good like I come in feeling better even when I didn't want to go out I went out and it felt really great afterwards when I came in so like that that then meant that I'm still doing it now. That's that's why I'm still doing it now because of how much I love it. Sorry, I feel like I've really waffled there. That's fine. Do you, do you want to say something now? No, you can go on if you want. <laughs> I'll just do the episode of my own today. Yeah, go on, crack on, you carry on. No, I don't want to. Anymore. All right, okay. So, with all that in mind, we know that the why is important. We know why we need to be moving. There are 101 incredible reasons, but that still no, doesn't mean... No, there's just like seven or something there. There's not. You, that would have been better if you'd have actually known how I many know. there was there. I was trying to be funny and I failed. That's your job. I don't know why I try. I made you laugh last night. You made me laugh last night. I don't know what I said, but I made you laugh. Um, Somebody was... Oh, it was when... um, What's her name? Daenerys. Daenerys was speaking in Dothraki, Mm. and it sounded like something. sounded like she was saying, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. (laughs) And we were just about to go to bed. Yeah, so you started saying, brush your teeth, and you made me laugh. (laughs) 
Anyway, so there are many reasons Sorry. why we should move, but that doesn't mean that it makes it any easier to go and do it. Although, as Jen said, sometimes that's enough to motivate you. If it's not, here are three ways that will help you to double your step count. The first one in itself, actually, will help you to double your step count. Mm-hmm. If you live in England, something you need to know is that it rains, on average, 156 days a year. That is such a high statistic. It's ridiculous. How it's many percentages is that? 42. That's insane. That's nearly half the year. So nearly half of the days a year, it rains. So when people say, don't go out when it rains, straight away you've decided half the year you're not going out for a walk. So straight away for half the year you've decided you don't want to feel good, you don't want your brain fog to be reduced, you don't want more energy, you want more pain, you don't want endorphins to be released, you don't want more confidence, you don't want self-belief, and you don't want to lose weight for half of the year. That is a lot. Imagine you live till 80, that's 40, 40 years, you're not gaining all of those benefits. 40 years. I mean, we're currently about to go into spring and it snowed last week. So, like, that just goes to show how messed up England weather is. Oh, you can't plan for it. No. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's why when it comes to living in a country like England, you need to dress for the occasion. Get yourself a coat that's got a hood on it, a hat, a scarf, some boots... Any put the big thing here as well. People say, "Oh, it's expensive to buy all that stuff." You don't need to go out and buy expensive things. This morning, I had a t-shirt on, a jumper on, a jacket on, and a coat on. I focus on layers more than how much the actual item costs. I think the t-shirt that I had on was something like four pounds ninety nine from ASOS. <laughs> like no one's going to see that t-shirt anyway, so it literally doesn't matter. And even if there was, it, I think it was just a white or a black t-shirt. I don't know. Um, but the point I'm making is, if you live in England. And it's going to rain 42% of the year. You need to dress for that. And the reason you're not going out is because most people look outside and go, it's horrible out there. If I chuck a jacket on, I'll still be wet and cold. Put more than a jacket on. Put a million and one layers on. As many layers as you need to be. Because ultimately, that's what's going to allow you to then get out and actually enjoy it a little bit more. Mm. When it rains in the morning, I'll be honest, I don't love it when I first step outside. But because I'm... I've got a million and one layers on. I feel better when I start moving because I'm not trying to fight against the weather. Because like we said, 42% of the year is a long time Mm. because that's not just of the year, that's 42% of your life. So like I said, if you live till you're 80, that's 40 years that you're not outside. It's a long time to be inside, that is. And if you invest in a good waterproof coat, like I got a Virgos one before I met you. Mm, You still got it. Like seven, six, probably six. Well, we've been together over six years mm-hmm. and I'm sure I had it quite a while before I met you. So it's probably like seven or eight years old and it still looks brand new. Mm. Like, it's so good. Like, so, I, yes, you don't have to invest, but if you can invest and get, like, something good quality like that, it lasts forever. Like, it's really, really good. Like, and even, like, we got waterproof pants recently. They were, like, 15 quid from Sports Direct, didn't we? They're fantastic they're brilliant. Well. Like, they're so good. And, like... You can get waterproof trainers these days, like actual really nice trainers that are waterproof. Like the the amount of places that do like walking boots as well now that are like really nice walking boots as well. Like you don't have to invest in these things, but if you've got them, it makes life way easier because it means that you can get out and and feel comfortable no matter what, can't you? Yeah, 100%. And for some people, it's not even like a financial thing. They just don't want to spend money on those things. And that's fine. Like I said, you don't have to go and spend a ton of money if you can't, if you don't want to. A lot of people, like, I value walking boots because we do a lot of walking, Mm -hmm. so I like having them. Um, But for some people, it doesn't. Yeah, just kind of like not having to change my path when I'm walking, to be honest with you. Um, 
but for someone who doesn't, you know, like I said, it's layers, just get loads on. Well, he's perfect. Well, he's a band, aren't they? Yeah, cheap, waterproof. Cheap and cheerful. They are not great when you're walking long distance. I remember when I first started walking, oh, yeah. I just had wellies on and I used to get really bad pains in my feet. <laughs> so that's just one to think about. But yeah, uh, just for the occasion. Number two, book it in as an activity, not as a maybe later. Like, this is so important. Like, book in your walk as you would book in a meeting for work and be really obviously with really obviously really obvious with that so don't just say like oh i'm gonna walk tomorrow like be really really specific i'm gonna walk at 7 30 a.m for 30 minutes like it's really really clear and i think one thing that like people you know you can tell from this podcast just how much me and phil love going out and walking but if i don't plan it into my day i will still to this day not do it and it's not because i don't enjoy it it's not because i don't want to do it I just forget like and it sounds bonkers because it's such a big part of my life but I do like planning it in is so powerful for actually getting it done and like we always say there's certain things that we would expect people to book in with like as a meeting with themselves and like you would with a meeting at work like if if someone can't make it or if it can't go ahead you would all discuss when the next time is that you could do it or it would just get moved to somewhere else. That is what we want it to be when it comes to things like this. So like if it's in your diary and there genuinely is some reason why you can't do it, we, we need to put it somewhere else before we, we commit to not doing it basically. 100% nailed it. And then number three, and I think this is the one that saves us quite a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's being repetitive, being really repetitive of the things that you do because a lot of people tell us, I don't like structure, I don't like routine. And then we take a look at what their life looks like and we're like, that's the most structured and routine life that there is. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the people that we work with will, not everybody, but quite a lot will work Monday to Friday, certain amount of hours, and then Saturday and Sunday they'll be off. Like, that is structure and routine. You already have a routine for probably about somewhere between 60 and 80 hours a week because you probably get up at a very similar time in the week, work at a similar time, come home at a similar time, go to bed at a similar time for around 60, 80 to hours of the week. So about 80%, 60 to 80% of the week, you have a very similar routine. We need to use that to the advantage of the fact that we can now do that with walking as well. So if you've got a very similar routine, do the same thing every single day. I hear a lot of people say, on Monday I'm going to go at this time, Tuesday I'm going to go at this time, then Wednesday I'll do this differently, then on Thursday I'll do this. And it looks nice on paper because you're doing different things every day, but nobody does it. And the reason nobody does it is because it doesn't fit into your life. So similar to what Gemma was just saying, then if you can't book it in then, it needs to be booked in at a different Mm -hmm. time. So if you can be repetitive with when you do things, it makes life a hundred times easier. Just out of interest, I had a client this week who um, did this plan. She did step two, planned into her diary to go for a walk in the morning. She didn't do it for two weeks on the trot. And I was like, are you planning that in a time that it's actually achievable? And she was like, no. Mm. literally she just switched it to a didn't a lunchtime walk and then literally the next day she just did it 100%. and it goes to show the power of like looking at your routine and when it's going to work for you and having that in there and then you can be repetitive then you just become someone who goes for a walk first thing or you just someone who goes for a walk on the lunchtime don't you you are and the thing is as well it doesn't even need to be for a long time because i know you know we have this conversation frequently when we mention oh have you got a chance to go for a walk in the morning oh i've not got hours in the morning to go for a walk mm. nobody mentioned hours have you got 10 to 15 minutes most people have got 10 to 15 minutes you probably feel like you don't at the minute because you're running around 100 miles an hour 
And actually what we find is that by adding in a 10 to 15 minute walk, it makes you more productive and more efficient in the morning, which means you end up getting more done anyway. We've got Kira, haven't we, who like one of her levels of success for a working day is blocking out like two or three times in the day to just like go for like a walk around the block, like 10, 15 minutes. And it works really well for her. 100%. And the thing here is it adds up so fast, especially when you're repetitive, because what we often find is people will block in one walk, not do it. And then be like, well, that didn't work. Or you're planning random walks throughout the week and do some and not others. And then you get to the end of the week and you're like, eh, well, I planned in these seven walks and I've done like 30,000 steps. So that didn't work. If you're really repetitive and you're planning shorter walks frequently mm-hmm. throughout the day, you get to the end of the week and you're like, and this is something we hear so frequently is I hit like 70, 80,000 steps and I don't even feel like I've tried. Don't feel mm-hmm. like I've done anything. And that's because if you do, I can pretty much guarantee this for everybody listening to this. If you do 50 minute walk in the morning, 15 minute walk on your dinner, 15 minute walk when you finish work, and then a 15 minute walk at night. You will hit 10,000 steps every single day for the rest of your life until you retire and you stop working. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is as simple as that. It isn't easy to do, but it is as simple as planning it in and going doing that 15 minutes. And the reason that that will help you to hit at least 10,000 every day is because that's an hour's walk already. So that's probably your seven, 8,000 steps, something like that. And then the added movement that you do throughout the day, just random movement, you know, going making a cup of tea, going to the toilet, at work, going, doing something, mm-hmm. going to the printer, wherever it might be. They will then, up, they will then add up. So that's your, well, that's 50,000 over five days. The weekend, you can then do it differently. You might want to go out first thing in the morning and get an hour's walk in to bulk up those steps first thing in the morning because that's what allows you to feel good on a Saturday. And because you've got something on Saturday night, so you can't go later on. But these small amounts add up so fast, so ridiculously fast, to the point where you'll be doing 60, 70, 80,000 steps a week, and you'll be saying, I don't even feel like I'm trying. It doesn't even feel difficult. It feels easier than when I was doing 30,000, 40,000. That felt harder. So it's really important now, dress for the occasion, book it in as an activity, and be repetitive. And sorry, Jen, I jumped in front of you. What was no, you I was going to say another one to be repetitive. You said, like, most of us have um, the same routine for five days a week. Like, from my experience of working with like hundreds of different women most of us even if you're not doing like a nine to five like monday to friday if you're doing like shift work or you're doing um i don't know whatever it may be wedding photographer is the one that jumps to mind you might have like different types of days where like you go and doing like you're not sat at a desk you're out doing whatever or you might have like different shift patterns but I would say, in my experience, most of us don't really have more than around like three different types of days that we have. So if you can create a routine for like certain shift patterns, or you can create a routine for certain types of days where you, you I don't know, it might be like a, a training day, or it might be um, a day where you're in the office, and then you might have a day where you work at home. If you can have a routine for the different types of days that you have, it's just like, all right, well, it's this day. This is what I do on this day. Like, this is when I go for my walks on this day. So you can still create that sense of repetitiveness, even if you don't have that, like, solid nine to five, five days a week working routine. Like, you, we can still find the way to be repetitive by having the different expectations for different types of days. 100%. Yeah. So, so as I said, dress for the occasion. Sorry. Book it as an activity and be repetitive with it. Yes. Jen K, put me on the spot. Okay, just having a quick yawn. That's good of you. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Better than the burp you did at the beginning, I suppose. Yeah, I know. Um, so, today, mm-hmm. your on-the-spot question is, if you could pick one talent mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. like something that you can't currently can't do. Oh, it's going to be challenging. So like something that you've not got. Oh, well, I don't If know. it could be anything in the world, what would it be? For me to have? Yeah, yeah. So you've got a talent. You've not got it right now. You can't do it. Like it's not something that you've got that talent for. Mm. If what like something like you've not got, what would it be? It's a very good question. What would I like to be able to do that I can't do? I don't mind singing. I know the question's not for me, but I think it would be singing. It's a good one. I don't think it'd be singing though. Because it's a nice thought, but like, I don't want to be a singer. So like, it would, not that it'd be a pointless talent, but like, I wouldn't utilise that skill effectively. I wouldn't use it other than just singing to myself. But oh, I'd do that anyway. Nice. Yeah, i do that anyway. It's not nice. It is to me. <laughs> I think I sound great. But I don't think I'd use that. Yeah, but it's about what gives you happiness. Yeah, I don't think it would, because, well, I sing now and it makes me happy. Well, you don't have to have singing, I'm not, I'm just No, that's that. what I'm saying, like, that came to mind and I was like, well, I already sing and I know I can't do it, but it still makes me happy. So if someone made me a better singer, my life wouldn't change, I'd just hear a different noise when I sang. Might make you happier. <laughs> um, so no, not singing. Um... I was thinking like musical instrument, but I can just go and learn that, can't I? That's not like a, a given gift, is it? Yeah, I know, but it's just like... like The natural talent to play a guitar. Ah, yeah, that'd be good. Like those people who've just got that musicality, like... I had a very terrible mindset around playing an instrument when I was younger, but because I used to play piano for like seven years, and I just thought that like to be good at it, you just had to have a natural talent. So because I had to try loads, I was mm. like, eh. And then I remember... Um, a guy I used to work with in school, um, he like was so musically gifted and he used to like he could just pick up a guitar and play whatever. He never learnt to play the piano and could play the piano. That's very no cool. one ever taught him. He could he just knew how to play the piano. That doesn't make sense to me. I know it doesn't make sense to me either. I think he's lying. I could just saying. do it. I've seen him, I saw him play it. Yeah, no, but you didn't see the lessons he had before. No, I don't think he did. I think he lied. Mm. Um, so the talent I'd like to have is a little bit different though. I think I'd quite like to be able to drink and not get hungover <laughs> some people do brilliant that. some people do Greg does that what that, I can't believe of all the talents that you'd like have in the world it would be to drink and not feel hungover just think of the th- I mean you just you could have a few pints on a Friday and just crack on on a Saturday like, could you not like go for like drink and it not affect your body or like your sleep well, that's probably what causes me to be hungover, isn't it? So it wouldn't do those things. <laughs> well, that's just... I mean, it might not be the number one. And remember, it's an on-the-spot question. I might think of something better moving I forward. I think you should retract that one. I like that one. Everything though. in the world you could do and you just don't want to be hungover. I think that's a big bane in my life. I hate the fact... I hate hangovers. Love a Guinness here, a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I've, like I've, I don't consider myself to be, like a talented person. I don't consider myself to be someone with many talents. You are. And I feel like I'm getting by. <laughs> yeah, that's because you can just do everything. I can't. I have never met someone that when they try and do something is so good at doing it, no matter what it is. That's not true. It is so true. Anything you have ever tried, you're just naturally good at it. Not naturally. Yes. Baking. <laughs> Last week, Phil... I don't, did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, just as a quick summary in case we didn't. Uh, Phil, we had a date night. Surprise date night. We had to pick who got started in and dessert. Phil got dessert. Decided to cook my favourite 
which is millionaire shortbread didn't realize you had to cool it down um but then just really got into baking the day after made me a mug cake the day after that made chocolate flapjack all good all, all really good i am an absolute connoisseur as well of millionaire shortbread top one by the way is costa um, second is partly mine second is I'm being genuine as well like it is the second best millionaire um, shortbread it was so close to the Costa I, one I think I'm going to make a baking um, Instagram account no and you can all follow my baking <laughs> account what is it going to be called um, Phil's Bakes Fakes fill me up with cakes fill me <laughs> um, call it fill me up yeah I might alright see 30 Good. seconds ago <laughs> Didn't want me to have an Instagram account. Now all of a sudden, she's got names for it. <laughs> Fill me up. I'm... Fill me up, buttercup baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call it Fill Me Up. At Fill Me Up. Call it Buttercup Baby and then in brackets Fill Me Up. No. I don't need it to be vague and random. Fill Me Up is what it's called. At Fill Me Up. Oh. I'll follow me. <laughs> Let me find it. Let's see if someone's, if someone's already done this. Someone's definitely already done Fill Me Up. Well, if they haven't, I'm going to create the account. Fill me up. Search accounts. Oh, damn. Has someone got it? Do you know what's annoying as well? It's just a random person. Well, no, he's on 307 posts. I'll let him off. I'll let him off. I thought it was going to be one of them that just doesn't have many. To be fair, when we created Body, Brain, Belief, we sent a message to someone and asked them if they'd, they'd just yeah. delete their account and give us the name, and they said yes, yeah, so you never know. Although... Um, what? Fill me up with cake is not an account. Well, there you go. Is a flapjack a cake though? Uh, baking pro. I, it's not specifically a cake, but I feel like I wouldn't. Fill me up with bakes. It doesn't quite work the same. Does it not? No. Hmm. Bakes a lot. Bakes, sir. Bakes a lot. <laughs> That's got to be an account. <laughs> That's not an account. Did I say it bakes a lot and all you did was put sir on the beginning and made it funnier? Uh, Cunts. <laughs> I don't actually think it is. Stop oh, it. it is. Sir Bakes. Like, again, she doesn't use the account either. <laughs> oh, all these so she incredible names. Sir Bakes a lot. All these incredible accounts, right? Brilliant names. And they've been stolen. Right, next week we'll see you with Sir Bakes a lot and me. Also, if you're interested in baking, um, I will drop my app <laughs> account when I've decided what it's going to be. Um, yeah. I've asked him to make me some flapjacks that's got milk chocolate on rather than dark chocolate. Do you know what? I actually think I might be able to do it. Can tonight. you make them thicker as well? <laughs> yeah. Just because they're a little bit thin. I know you were low on products, so I'll let you off. Yeah, I was low on products the first time I'd ever made them. Jen's just diving in like I've been baking for 20 years. They were really good, though. I want them more. Oh, tell you what I'll do. When I go for my nails done tonight, you're going to do some baking. So it makes a lot. Here he comes. And when you come back, you'll have a nice fresh flapjack to Oh! I tell you what, honestly, you've got it good, you have. Yeah, You really have. Well, you were pair of jeans think... yesterday, and I took you for a coffee, and I'm baking flapjacks whilst you're out having your nails done. I think life, that... oh, it should be called Life of Jen. That's the new, I don't know what Life of Riley means, but it should be, <laughs> it should be rephrased as Life of Jen. And someone's just got it easy. Oh, you've got Life of Jen, you have. You are, you do make my life very easy. Phil, mm. basically, what, what you've learned in this episode is that Phil is the female in the relationship. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I am. Like you are the housewife. I also like candles and spa days. <laughs> you do. 
I'm learning a lot about myself in this episode. <laughs> and you love a rom-com. I do love a rom-com. I think, I think... Rom-coms, candles and spa days. Honestly, night in with a flapjack, a rom-com, a bath <laughs> and a candle. Literally, that's Glass me. Glass of what? Glass of red, that's me. So I had good book. <laughs> the most stereotypical uh, female the picture. Yeah, literally is that photo in the bath with the book, the candle, the red wine and a rom-com on the iPad. How are you reading a book and watching a film at the same time, by the way? That's mad. Can we all stop trying to pretend we can do that? That's not a normal thing to be able to do. Don't get it. I understand the rest of it. A little flapjack on the side as well. <laughs> right. Don't mind the candles as long as it's not floral. Don't like floral candles. Oh, no, all about the musky, vanillary. Yeah, like woody, okay. oaky. Autumnal candles. Mm. Autumnal and a little bit of Christmas in the peak candle. Oh, yeah. But Christmas is meant for Christmas. Yeah, like you, you can't. can't have a ginger candle outside of Christmas. No, absolutely. But ginger candles at Christmas are absolutely unreal. Yeah. First of December, get your ginger, ginger candles out. Ginger candles. And you can have a mulled wine in the bath then. <laughs> whilst you're watching the holiday and reading a book about mm. can you make me some gingerbreads I'm really good at making gingerbreads though so I once made gingerbreads for my whole entire class well I've not got a gingerbread cutter you don't need one what do I do just make it no you do need one of I don't know I one. said you didn't need one taunted not right so can we just talk about how great of a teacher I was I made 30 gingerbreads mm. and individually decorated them all with little Santa hats to give out as Christmas presents and then wrapped them all in cellophane you're a better teacher than you are, wife. You've never done that for me. <laughs> Just saying. I baked three times last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I love baking. I just don't do it because... You don't like me enough. No, but yeah. Mm. Pretty much. Learning a lot about us and the relationship. <laughs> right. We're going, we're going to go so Sir Bakes a lot can go and buy his ingredients for flapjacks. We are. Have a great day. And we'll all see right. you all soon. All right. All right, then. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya. See you later. Bye. Bye.